This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello, my name is Sophie Wilson, and this podcast is for business owners and creatives who want to cultivate big brand energy and stand out online. By listening, you will learn how to be fulfilled in what you're doing work wise and get educated on how best to market yourself in 2022. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Big Brand Energy. Today, we have just a solo episode with me, myself, and I, and we're going to talk about what is going wrong with your content strategy. This is something I feel really passionate about, and I haven't really spoken at length to it publicly before, but it's definitely a conversation I'm having behind closed doors with with one-on-one clients specifically, but also, you know, my team, my contractors, and it's just something that I think without being pointed out to you, it's not necessarily just going to come you know, into your, into your awareness. So that's why I'm here. That's why Big Brand Energy is here to just unveil the conversation. So I keep redefining, not redefining, but finding more meaning in what Big Brand Energy is the more this podcast goes on because a lot of people are obviously asking me what it is. And I think there are so many ways to define it. And the content that you are creating for your business is to me the extent of your big brand energy. So I would say that your content is sort of your business's personality equivalent. So what you're putting out there defines whether you've got big brand energy or not. So that's why I keep honing in on this content factor. It's because I believe that you are going to be able to either have big brand energy with your content or actually do the opposite and have small small brand energy. After working with so many people and businesses on different levels. So I've worked with, you know, massive budget businesses, small budget businesses, and one thing that is the exact same across the board, the common denominator is that the proximity of attachment or emotional activation you have with that business's why or purpose or what I I refer to as a brand determines the success of that content and how far it will go because so many people are focused on the reach and the likes and all of this perceptional success when in actual fact, none of that is converting to their clients or customers because it's not driving that loyalty or that real connection with the audience. I'm going to speak to what is important to focus on when you're creating content For those people who might be creative businesses, so maybe you're a photographer, a videographer, um, anything in that avenue, you're a hairdresser, you are a freelancer of any, any kind. And then also the people who have, who are the marketing managers of those big companies that are your higher ups are putting all this pressure on you to drive engagement, to drive all these things and to prove conversions and all these marketing jargon terms, but they're not supporting you or um, actually supporting you in the creative aspect. Because I believe whoever you are, whether it's your business or it's your um, brand that you're representing and working for, you are the one who is responsible for connecting to the message that you're putting out there. Because if you don't connect with your message, you cannot expect anyone else to. So there are certain things in your business that you absolutely should be utilizing outsourcing for. And I believe, you know, specific creative things like the people watching this who have the businesses of all the things I just mentioned. So maybe you're a graphic designer, maybe you're, 
you know, photographer, whatever it might be, I think that you absolutely should be outsourcing those um, things to the proper person, the experts in the field, and you'll get a really good result. But before you can outsource to these people, you really need to know your overall why, your overall purpose for putting putting together the content because otherwise the brief you provide these people isn't going to um, be very good. And I've been on both sides of this. I've been the brief provider and the brief receiver and the people who actually know their impact and what they want to create um, broadly speaking are the people who get the really good results on the post. So when it comes to, you know, the podcast editing or the editing of images or the actual photo taking, continue to outsource that mad respect. But if you actually want the results from these things that you're investing in, then the things you cannot be outsourcing are your why, your point of difference, your preference of posts, like what is the content mechanism that most serves you so are you a person that can get in front of the camera are you a really good talker are you a really good writer all of that what's your preference of the post and basically your personality like you cannot go to someone and say hey um I like I don't know what to say I don't know who I am I don't know what to do and get the results like you absolutely can like agencies will take you on if you have that good luck to those agencies um but you won't actually get the fulfillment or you won't get the conversion, whatever it is you're after, doing it that way. Speaking of agencies, I feel as though I want to speak to something that I haven't publicly addressed in a really long time or actually ever, Um, but it's the conversations I've had with my one-on-one content clients. There's something I want to point out about why I left agency work and because I want you, if you are utilizing these services, to be aware of what you need um, to get the most out of them. So the reason I actually left was because I found it too obsessive over the wrong thing. So it would be all about the perception of the results to the client than the actual crux of like, what is this post serving and all the rest of it. For example, we were told to space out our captions on photos so people could click see more and that would appear like they've clicked and interacted with the ad or sorry, the post, and it would look really good to the client. But I always thought, is that actually, you know, for me, that's not a real, that's, that's not the equivalent to say sharing it on your story. Like a see more isn't like pure diehard, you know, engagement, whereas it would be, it would be perceived that way in the reporting software that we would use. That was a big red flag for me. Um, being a part of it. And I sort of thought, well, it's not really about, you know, creating the content that connects with this this client's audience. It's actually more about making it look like people are connecting with this client's audience, but they're so far removed from it that they're not even going to, they just want to be t- ticking a box. So that is small brand energy. It's like doing the thing, but not connected to your message at all. I'm not about that. It's like sort of like going to a restaurant and saying, oh, I, I, I'm so hungry, I'll eat anything and then not telling them that you're gluten intolerant and then they come out with a pizza and you're like pissed off with them that they've actually brought you a pizza but it's like you said anything. That's sort of what it's like when you don't, you aren't connected to what content is actually relevant to you yet you're going to a graphic designer, photographer, videographer and saying, Um, yeah, like just create me content. Like that's not going to serve your purpose. So super common for people before they work with say me on like, we'll have an initial meeting, we'll determine the objectives, we'll have those follow-up calls. And then those objectives, I kid you not in the first call, 
are completely, they change completely because before we have our second, sorry, by the time we've had our second call, the person's actually taken the time to think about what does this mean to me? What impact do I want to make through my content? Marketing is not about sales. It's about impact. And that's the best perception shift you can, you can have when it comes to trying to cultivate big brand energy within your content. Like it's, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. If your purpose for the content you're creating is about impact, everything will flow a lot better. The next thing I'm going to talk about is sort of if we go through the the trends of social media in general, we I'm just going to point another thing out to you, right? So we've got the likes of, you know, Instagram's big boom. Everyone's loving Instagram. Everyone's on that platform. Then we sort of shifted into this, like everyone was leaning into influencer marketing because everyone was consuming influencer content and therefore influencer marketing became on the rise. Then we moved into like this TikTok generation. Everyone's on TikTok now. And I just want to point out that the one common denominator in that, the one through line that's consistent is that the creator who's making the content is super authentic all the way through. So at first, when we first started Instagram, remember people would just be chucking up their photography. Like everyone's there because it's their platform. They're sharing what they like to do, see, post, whatever it looks like. And that's why that content connected. And that's why people started using it for business. They're like, I want to have social media in my strategy because that's what the people want. And But the people wanted it because it's authentic. The same goes for influencers, right? People were no longer consuming business brands on social media. So people wanted to watch authentic people, say the influencers who have built their audience on genuine, like this is what they like to do, it's who they are. So people started consuming that content and then brands started leveraging that to sell their products and that's great. Now we're moving to TikTok because people don't want to be sold to on that level. So through every single part of this, the content remains to be people want authentic content. And I'm not so much a fan of authenticity being um, being used when talking about content because it is one of those buzzwords. But there's duality in this, right? As much as it's a buzzword and blah, blah, blah. I think when you actually anchor into the meaning of authenticity, it stops going over your head. It stops being a buzzword because what, what it means to be authentic is to say the thing that you believe and, and in the way that you want to say it. And that is how you drive impact through your brand. So it's it's super empowering to sort of stop focusing on like, like seriously, fuck likes, fuck reach, fuck the perception of how things are coming across. If you actually think about what impact you want to make, create content around that, you will then be drawing in the people that are eventually going to buy from you because they actually like you. First, you, you gain their attention by doing the thing and saying something controversial because It's what you actually believe instead of what you're told or what you've seen and repurposed. And then you, they starting to like you. You're being building trust by showing up by that in that same way consistently. And then ultimately they are so invested by you. They're actually wanting to buy from you. They're wanting to be in closer proximity to you. However, that looks. And this, honestly, it goes for, it is so relevant for personal brands, whatever that looks like, but it's just as relevant for the big brands that are trying to connect with audiences. The biggest mistake they make is putting a divide between them and their audience. I think telling stories is the best way you can create any sort of uh, content. You've got to put either the personal brand first or feature the audience members in, in your content in some way. 
The other thing I'll say, it's really funny, actually, I was running a workshop for a brand recently and it was about how to have a you know successful podcast. And one of the questions I got within the workshop was a lady saying, hey, Sophie, I'm you know, just wondering like, where do I draw the line in what I share on my podcast and what I charge for? So her service offering. And it's so interesting to me to have that as a question because for me, I'm trying to, I'm literally here trying to give the exact roadmap to the person listening to this, to you right now. And because I don't understand your business yet, this is a one-way conversation, unfortunately, you're not sitting across from me. There's no way that you could have the amount of value that I could give to you in a one-on-one actual, you know, container, like paid container. If I was consulting and we were implementing together, then we would be able to transform your business. But in a, in a podcast setting, there's no way that I could actually bring that here because I don't know who specifically you are and what your specific problems are. And I think that is also, and I'm not trying to shame this um, person in the workshop because it's, it's a question that everyone asks. They just don't want to give too much online because they believe it will be, it will take away from the potential client that's going to sign on from them. But I think that all, all it does is come down to your self-worth or your, um, your service self-worth. It's like, you need to know that you can provide so much more in a paid container or by, by them selling, sorry, by you selling and them buying your product or whatever it looks like in your business. You need to back yourself so hard that you know, no matter how much you get in front of the camera on social media and say all the things and bring all the value, that it, it couldn't even possibly touch the surface of what you could offer in, in an actual paid capacity. So all that being said, let's summarize. You cannot outsource your personality when it comes to your content. Um, that's essentially what you're trying to do. If you're, if you're not actually connecting with your message before you go and get all these other people, before you start the podcast, before you book the videographer, before you book the shoot, if you don't actually know what it is that you're trying to do in terms of impact with your business, you're not going to have very good results from those things that like flow back to you. Like you, you could have the best photographer in the world, but if you've got no idea what the purpose of that content is serving, then it's not going to actually connect with your audience to the capacity that it would otherwise do. And also the intentionality that comes from actually first working out what you want from your business and the impact you want to make, you can actually select the creative who best serves that as opposed to going to any old videographer being like, hey, I just want this, I just want this filmed. I really want this work workshop filmed. Um, can you do it? Yes, they can. They absolutely can. But whereas if you know exactly the purpose that you want, like maybe it's about inspiring women to like own their bodies, you get to choose the videographer who encapsulates this, makes the models feel so comfortable that they can actually show their cellulite. And then your impact in that in that content gets to be, hey, whatever your body, we're out here to get health. See how different like just that intentionality, what difference it can bring into your content. One is following following everyone else and following a framework that probably won't work for you, probably doesn't. One is having big brand energy, having something to stand for, making impact and clients flowing to you. The byproduct of not caring about the leads up front is that they will ultimately come. That's the irony. But it's just like 
no, I don't think you should, I don't want you to shame yourself of saying, hey, I want money, I want leads, I want sales, I want all these things. You absolutely should want those things. But it's like you're undercutting your success by not prioritizing what is what is truly important, which is the connection that comes with the content that you're creating. That's why I'm passionate about big brand energy because you absolutely get results. It's a way more fulfilling journey and the results come. It's a win, bloody win. Okay, that's enough from me. I could just rant on all a bloody day, but I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I'm really obviously in my element. I'm enjoying it so much. I love podcasting. It's my favorite content in the world. So thank you for listening. If you haven't yet subscribed, please do. I would also really love if you could give a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share this to your story. Or if you don't want to, you know, flaunt the story, so be it. That's fine. We'll work our way up. But maybe just send this to a friend that might benefit from what I'm saying. There's a lot of people in the business industry and there's a lot of marketers out there. And I think that this could help pretty much anyone, just even if it challenges your perspective just a little bit. But that's all from me. Thank you so much, everyone. Farewell. Farewell.